Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. The Astros lose to the Rays 3-1. They are now 1-2 and two on the season. We are going to recap that game here for you on this podcast. The Astros score one run on eight hits, and the Rays score three runs on seven hits. So going into this series... I was about 50-50, not overly confident, but I did expect at least, at the minimum, a split. At least a split. So we go into the first game. I'm a little worried that we're not going to be able to score on Blake Snell, but we tear him up. We score five runs. We hit three homers, and now I have confidence. So we go into the next two games, and we can't score. We can't do anything. I think we scored two, and then tonight we scored one. Can't really score at all. Brantley, I think he had a two-run double, and today Bregman had a solo home run, and it was over a two-foot fence. If the fence would have been higher, it would have been a double, and we probably would have got shut out. So anyway, we're going to recap this game, and then I'll give you the offensive numbers player of the game, and the GOAT, and I'll tell you what the GOAT means to older generation guys like myself. Uh, We'll talk about the starting pitchers for tomorrow, and I'll give you some MLB scores that you may care about, and then I'll update you on the March giveaway. Remember, tomorrow is the last day, so if you haven't entered, you better enter soon if you want to win that hat. So anyway, we'll be right back after this message. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so let's recap this game real quick. Uh, The top of the first, Alex Bregman gets a home run off the little fence in left field. One to zero Astros. Home run on his birthday for Alex Bregman. Bottom of the fifth. Diaz leads off with a double, and Kiermaier with two outs. He gets a double, and that brings in Diaz. So the first hit of the game for Tampa Bay off of Colin McHugh was that leadoff double in the fifth, and then Colin McHugh gets the next two guys out. So with two outs, they get the double, brings it in, ties it up at one, and then he gives up a single to Kiermaier, and that makes it two to one. Uh, he looked a little tired, but he stayed in. He got the he got through the inning. Uh, five innings, three hits, two runs, only one walk, and nine strikeouts. I think it was a great game for Colin McHugh. He just did not get any run support at all. Um, all three hits that Colin McHugh allowed were in the fifth inning. So he actually had a no-hitter going into the fifth. 
Colin McHugh retired the first nine batters he faced. He then walked a guy, but then he struck out the next three, and that was in the fourth inning. Uh, In the bottom of the eighth, Chris Davinsky pitching. He gave up a double, a sacrifice bunt, moved that guy to third, and then a single makes it three to one, and that was your final score. Uh, Will Harris pitched the sixth inning, one hit and a strikeout. Davinsky pitched the seventh and the eighth inning, three hits, one run, and three strikeouts. That run allowed by Davinsky in the eighth inning, and I know it's only been three games, but that was the first run allowed by the bullpen so far. Is it a big deal? Maybe, maybe not, but I think so. Three games, they go three games without giving up a run, or it takes till the third game. So offensively, Springer goes two for four. It's always good to see him do that. And Josh Reddick, he goes two for four. If you watch the game, or let me say if you didn't watch the game, he got a hit on his first two at-bats, and the Rays were in the shift. And after those two hits, the Rays actually stopped shifting on him. So he did so good. He had such good at-bats that he actually made the other team change their strategy. And that was pretty good. Nice day for uh, Josh Reddick. So Alex Bregman, one for four with that birthday homer. Altuve, one for three with a walk. So he was on twice. Uh, Brantley, one for four. His average is four. 17, folks. Uh, One thing that I want to point out is, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but me and my wife went to dinner, and so I was one hour behind the game. I recorded it. I came home. I'm a whole one hour behind, and I never caught up. I think the game ended an hour before I finished watching it, but I saw the stroll poll. And if you're like me, if you're recording a game, you stay off social media, you turn off alerts, unless you want to know. I don't. I didn't want to know anything. I want to watch the game fresh, new, like it's live. So I didn't get on Twitter. I didn't get to do the stroll poll. But the stroll poll was, who do you think's going to lead the Astros in batting average? And it was Brantley, Bregman, or Altuve. I think Altuve won... of the votes. So Altuve won the poll, but that's one that I didn't get to participate in. And that's one thing that I don't like about recording games, because being able to tweet during the games is actually fun for me. So Torinos went one for four with two strikeouts. The last thing I wanted to say about the Brantley and the the batting average leader, I think Brantley's going to push Altuve but I think Altuve, I mean, you have to pick Altuve. I mean, last year he hit 317 and it was a bad year. So I don't even know how he only got 51% actually. So Jake Marisnik, it was also his birthday and he pinch hit, I think he was the last batter in the top of the ninth and he struck out. So happy birthday to Jake Marisnik. Uh, the Astros, this is how the offense went for him. Uh, 0 for 3 with runners in scoring position. So they actually did have runners in scoring position. I do not even remember them having anyone in running in scoring position because it was so awful. They left eight guys on base. 
Altuve was caught stealing. The Astros committed another error. That's three games, three errors. This time it was on Chirinos. Uh, fourth inning when uh, Colin McHugh walked that guy. He stole second, and Chirinos threw the ball in center field, and that guy got all the way to third. But Colin McHugh saved him, and he didn't score. So one thing about this series, like I said in earlier, I went into it not overly confident, or not super confident, but a 2-2 two and two Walk out of here with a split, I'll be okay with it. I want three and one, which is not gonna happen now, but I wanted at least a split. So the Astros, Brian McTaggart posted this after the game. The Astros are nine and seventeen all time at Tropicana Field. So I replied to that tweet. Um, I can't exactly remember what I said, but I think I said I wish I would have known that before the series started and I wouldn't have been so confident. So one thing that I want to add to this, as you know, if you listened last season, I kind of told you about all the games I went to, but I have the uh, ballpark app, the one where you you can uh, send each other tickets or whatever, But it also has this thing where you can check yourself into games and download pictures, and it kind of keeps a journal for you. You can keep a journal of all the games you've been to, and you can even go back. If you get it now, and you just started going to the games two years ago, and you remember when you went, or you have your ticket stubs, you can add those in there. So anyway, with that being said, so I know all the games that I've been to since me and my wife got together in 2013. That's when we got married and we started going to the games. So, all this time, I've been able to keep track of the wins and losses. And the Astros, even when they were bad, they won a lot of games. So, I looked it up earlier just to get... The number, because I kind of knew what it was, but I kind of didn't. So in 26 games that we've been to Minute Maid Park, and remember, we live in San Antonio, so we can't go all the time. But 26 games at Minute Maid Park. We've been to more. We've been we've watched them play in other cities, but 26 games Minute Maid Park. The Astros are 21 and five. And two of those losses, well, let me back it up a little. The first game we went to in 2013 after we got married, I think it was before we got married. Yes, it was right before we got married. They lost to Texas. The very first game that I took my wife to, they lost. And they've only lost four more times since then. And two of those were to Tampa Bay. So I knew in my head... That we always lose to Tampa Bay or we just don't dominate them. I mean, Tampa Bay won 90 games last year. It's not like they suck or anything. But anyway, what I'm saying, I was 50-50. I I had this in my head. I knew they were good. They had Blake Snell. They had Charlie Morton. But after game one, 
My confidence went up, and now, not that it's gone, I do think we can win tomorrow, but it's not as high as it was. So let's go over the player of the game. This isn't something that we're going to do all the time, but maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe I'll keep it going. So player of the game, here are my candidates. I don't even know what you call that. Springer, two for four. Reddick, two for four. I would choose Reddick over Springer because of what he did to the other team. Bregman had a home run, but it was early in the game. Even though, I don't know. I was a little more impressed by what Reddick did. And then McHugh went five innings, and he only gave up two runs, and he had nine strikeouts. And he went four innings without allowing any hits. So due to the lack of run support, I think Colin McHugh pitched awesome. Colin McHugh, player of the game. So the GOAT, the GOAT of the game. I know that a lot of the younger generation, let me find this, a lot of the younger generation thinks the GOAT is the greatest of all time, but I'm here to tell you, you're not right. That is what it means now, but this is how I know it. I know the GOAT is the guy that causes you to lose. And here is an example of GOAT in a sentence. I looked it up online. Here it goes. In the last inning, and it was funny that the example was a baseball example. Too funny. Too perfect. In the last inning, a home run can make you the hero and a strikeout can make you the GOAT. So that is in my head. I hear people saying this guy's the GOAT, that guy's the GOAT. But in my head, my whole life, you don't want to be the GOAT. It's like a scapegoat. You don't want to be the GOAT. The, being the GOAT is bad. So I also have Colin McHugh as a candidate for the GOAT because he allowed two runs. He's the reason we lost. Not really, but you know what I mean. We lost. And then Tony Kemp, 0 for 3. He left three men on base. And Devo allowed a run. First run allowed by the bullpen. So my choice on the GOAT, which is a bad thing, that might be a sheep, I'm going to say, this is one thing I want to want, tell you. If you look at the box score, everyone on the team at least did something. Even the guys that didn't get a hit. Because we had eight. Even the guys that didn't get a hit, at least they walked. Tony Kemp, one of my favorite players. I do love Tony Kemp, so I'm not saying anything bad about him. 0 for 3. Three men left on base. No walks, nothing. He didn't contribute anything to the team. He is the GOAT. And that is not the greatest of all time. It is the GOAT. He's not the reason we lost, though. This game, there's not really a big GOAT. The whole... The bats. How about the bats in the dugout? The offense, the bats, whatever you want to do, they're the GOAT. I can't believe we can't score. So tomorrow's game is at 12-10. That is super early. I'm used to the games being at 1. I had to double-check it again. But the game is at 1 o'clock over there, and we are one hour behind them. So it is at 12 
That is super early, but you have Wade Miley on the mound. So you're looking at the game ending at around three because this guy gets the ball. He pitches it. Catcher throws it to him. He looks at the signal and throws it. He does not play around. Just check it out. If you didn't, if you haven't seen him pitch yet, you're going to be amazed. He really, he just gets to it. It's pretty cool. He's going to pitch against Yanni Chirinos. And I think I heard Todd Callis say this guy is an opener. So he's not even a starter. It's more like a bullpen day. Or I think it's where they just have some opener and then some other dude comes in. I don't even know. I don't know how this all works. I don't know if they have three starters and ten people in the bullpen. I don't know how they do things. I know what an opener is, but I just don't know how they work out the, the roster. I don't know how that goes. So the Astros are going to need to win tomorrow, folks, to even this series out, or we will have to go into Texas, and we'll be 1-3. and three. We don't want that. So it'll be Wade Miley's debut, and also it should be. It should be, as all everything I've read, everything I've heard, it should be the debut of Carlos Correa, and I expect big things from him tomorrow, folks. Carlos Correa is going to give all you naysayers a big hello. So one thing I want to say. i got to point this out to you. Because I don't like to be a hypocrite. But I, I do back Carlos Correa. I've said that before. I back him. I trust him. I believe in him. I know the things you see. On social media, it's hard not to make fun of them. I get it. I've already told you that. So I gave, I don't know what order to tell you this story in. So there was one day that Mark Yu texted me and said something about uh, Correa being scratched because of a stiff neck. And I think this might have even been either right before the season or when he was being scratched from the last few spring training games. I can't remember exactly when it was. So he writes back, he writes that to me that he got scratched, and I responded, my response was pussy. That was my response. And it could have been puss. I don't know, it was one of them. So the podcast the other day when I'm, talking about how I'm Mr. Carlos Correa supporter, the next day, Mark, you screenshotted that conversation and sent that to me. So I just wanted to share that with you. I thought it was pretty funny. So anyway, let's go over some of these Major League Baseball scores. You, I picked these scores out because I care about them. So I think maybe if I care about them, then you would care about them. First score, Yankees lose to Baltimore. I mean, who doesn't like to know that the Yankees got beat? And what makes it even sweeter, I don't even know what the score was because I didn't write it down, but the Yankees lose to Baltimore. How sweet is it that the Yankees lose to the worst team in baseball? I think it's awesome. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez for the Twins, I think they lost 2-1. to one. I didn't write that down either because I don't think 
any of you care if the Twins win or lose, but you probably care how Marvin Gonzalez did. And he went 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. He was probably the GOAT for the Twins today. The Phillies, they defeat Atlanta 8-6, to and this is something I probably will never report on until it's towards the end of the season and there's a playoff race. The only reason I'm telling you about the Phillies and the Atlanta Braves score is JT Real Muto and Bryce Harper both hit their first home run of the season, and that's probably the last Phillies or Atlanta Braves update you will hear unless we are playing them. Another score that you may care about is Oakland A's defeated the Angels 4-2. to If you remember the story that I was talking about the other day, the Angels, with the sixth easiest schedule, they could have a chance to win the division or get the wild card, and they are having trouble. Now, I can't talk too much trash because the Astros are also having trouble. So what about this other team? There's another team in the AO West that pretty much turned over, revamped, whatever you want to call it, their entire roster, and they defeated the Red Sox again. They beat the Red Sox 6-5. to five. I think Seattle is like 5-1 and one now, maybe 4-1. and one. I do not know, but 6-5. to five. Why do I care about that? Seattle's in our division. I'm always going to tell you how our division does. And also, it's a bonus that Boston lost. Maybe you'll be happy. I'm happy. I don't... It's kind of two two ways. I don't want Seattle to win, but I'm kind of glad they beat Boston. But overall, I would probably rather have Boston win. I root against all American League West teams. So yesterday, I don't know if you know this, on Friday, and I don't even remember what the score was, but... The Dodgers hit eight home runs. So I'm looking through the scores, and I see the Dodgers beat Arizona 18-5. to So I look up to see how many home runs they had, and it was four. And that is why I'm telling you that. And the Texas Rangers, they beat Chicago 8-6. to The Cubs were winning, and then their bullpen just, I don't know, their bullpen just blew it, and they lost 8-6. to So on the giveaway, before we go, that is the podcast for now, but before we go, the giveaway update, there's really no update from last time. If I read your name, you're one of them 19 guys, you are in the giveaway. Tomorrow's game is at 12. It should be over around 3 or 3.30. If I got nothing going on, I will probably come in here and do the podcast So you should know, you probably, if you are entered in the contest, you will probably know by about 5 o'clock whether or not you win. Now, I'm not sure it's going to happen. You never know what life gives you. I might have to go to dinner or something might happen. Who knows? But hopefully, right after the game, I'll make the podcast and I'll announce the winner. So if you're listening and you weren't one of them 19 guys, I'm just saying... The last podcast, just yesterday alone, 111 listeners, and we only have 19 people that want to win a cap from Fanatics. Who doesn't want to win a cap? I don't get it. 
But anyway, if you want to win, sign up. Uh, if you're on Twitter, at Rob Fontenot or at Astros Podcast or 210-919-1695. I did say something about having to be on Twitter to enter, but I was I took that back. You can text me. You can text me and enter as well. All right, well, that's it, folks. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I'd like to thank everyone out here for listening. And we will see you next time on Astros Baseball. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.